0: Ha huh. <laughs> ha
1: to the 1313 Podcast, the most mediocre podcast in the Star Wars universe. I'm Jacob. I'm Jackson. I'm Tommy. Welcome back to all you rags and to all you shinies. Welcome to the podcast. This is the podcast. Please, before we begin... <laughs> Make sure you follow us on all of our social media, that being Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Twitch. And make sure that you leave a like, leave a comment, and subscribe to the YouTube channel. Also, make sure that you hit that bell icon as well as support us by clicking that join button to join level 1313 to have exclusive access to behind the scenes on things like TKIST training posts. Also, if you want to go above and beyond and joining and supporting the podcast, please be sure to support us on Patreon. Every month we do a giveaway, except for October. Now we're going to do something we're going to do something eventually. We just we haven't found anything good enough um to for to, to give to you people. We don't want to we don't want to just throw something together, but it, it's coming. Maybe maybe next month will be a double pe- double feature. How's everybody doing? Who's How's everybody doing this week?
2: I'm doing really well. Been working and I'm on first shift again after like for the first time since like May. So it's really nice to actually have a, a life again. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah, other than that Uh, go check out, um, the reviews we've been posting. If you're not lame, go check out the cool Obi-Wan Kenobi figure vlog that Jackson Recorded. Go check out the vlogs. I did a HasLab pitch and, uh, we have a bunch of other videos that are out and you should watch all of them. And yeah.
0: How about you, Jacob?
1: (laughs) Oh, Uh, gosh. Uh, I finished a commercial for my, my film class. So that was cool. I'm very proud of it. Um, everything else is just same old, same old, nothing really interesting going on this week. Check out our last episode of the podcast, but skip to the very end to see, um, me record in a very nice booth with a very nice camera and a very nice mic. I thought that was very fun doing that. I think eventually we should all record in there, but I think it might have to be an audio only thing cause there's not, there's not enough space to fit us all in there. Um, if
2: we hold hands,
1: ooh. Um, but no, it was fun. It was a lot of fun uh, recording in in a nice little space.
2: Very nice,
0: very nice. Cool. What about you? What about you, Action Jackson? I have eight days till my wedding, so right now it is just kind of like last minute cramming for that. I will not be on next week's episode because I have to leave early for that. So everybody clap. <laughs> I completely forgot. Of everybody. Completely forgot that I was supposed to also pay for one of the bills today for it, so I had to do that last <gasps> night, and that hurt my wallet very much. But it is what it is.
2: Cool. Yeah, so I'll probably be either doing the show solo or inviting a, a guest on the show Dib- next week. Dib- probably probably might be the king of Ohio, as long as we don't talk about the Ahsoka finale.
1: Because apparently he <laughs> didn't like it. <laughs> That's all right. Though. Shout
2: out to you, Hybrid. I love you. I don't. And yeah, I love a Shout member. out to
1: Kylo Creations for stopping by and watching the finale with Shout us. Out to
2: our sweet little
0: boy, our, our sweet little boys boy, sweet watching up with us almost every week. For real, for real, he's a G.
2: So, also real quick, Jacob, let's discuss. Get into the Beast. news. Let's get raw. Right what am I discussing? Into the writer's strike.
1: Oh, so the writer's strike ended. So that, it, it, that's nice. How does but, that
2: affect Star Wars?
1: Um, it affects Star Wars by... Um, things will start being produced on the p- uh, pre-production side of oh. things. So we're going to see um, Lando has uh, is continuing to be written by Donald Glover and yeah. uh, uh, Billy Dee Williams. It's rumored to be a film now rather than a series. It's kind of going back and forth. So we're going yep. to see. So that's currently in the pre-production era. So with the writers now being back the pre-production side of things is going to continue, but the uh, actors are still on strike. And originally they did, they, they kind of joined the strike in solidarity until they had a bunch, a bunch of other issues pop up um, on the acting side. So that's why SAG is still on strike. Um, SAG is like the union for actors. Um, essentially there's two things that they're really striking about one unfair royalties being spread out across um, streaming services or people that uh Have films and TV shows that are being watched and are like the top things on Netflix and Disney Plus, but they're being paid next to nothing for it um, for their royalties. Like, cause it's different. There's it's different between airtime on television because then you get screen time as well as advertisements and all that fun stuff. And they're basically they're not getting anything while being on streaming services. So um, there's that big thing. And then also introduced in, of course, Dial of Destiny had to do this. Um, they scanned, they, they were doing uh, HDRI scans, 3d maps of actors, faces for yeah. extras, and then just throwing CGI extras in the background and then putting all these unique faces on them. But the biggest problem with that is they scan you once they give you like 50 bucks to do it and they never pay you again. And basically they own, they own your likeness and they can use it wh- however they want. So the actors are continuing to be on strike in, uh, a, like against this new practice. Of course, Disney wants to do it. Um, so they're basically putting their foot down saying, no, we, we are people and we deserve to be paid. So fair. stand with Stag. stand with the actors, um, hopefully. Uh, the, apparently, this, the uh, I've heard things saying that the strike might be ending soon, that they might be reaching a settlement, but um, I highly doubt it. Also, the Speaker of the House was fired. Um, his what right, does that have to do with His this? right flank went, went behind his back and was very angry with the settlement that he made to keep the government up and running, and he was fired. This is the first
0: time in American history that the Speaker of the House has been fired. Hey, yo, let me remind you real quick. So my wedding is at a national park, and if the government shut down, the all national parks are going to close. So my wedding was about to be in shambles. so I was praying that the government would do its job for once.
1: That's I
2: was I mean.
0: like, well, the last time the government shut down, it was
1: for thirty five days. I was like, this is about to it be like, interesting.
2: I think the last time they even like the government even discussed firing a speaker of house was uh, mm. like over hundred and fifteen years ago. Was and it, that didn't even wow. happen. It was just discussed. Yeah. Should we do it? Yeah. So, so this we is we uh, are this... witnessing history. Yeah.
1: Very cool. I think. Dopeness monster. Oh, and then immediately after he was fired, this dude goes up on the podium. And is like,
0: "Hey, um, I'm the speaker now. He he got to choose who he wanted to be. So now it's me." No, they're still deciding that. No, that's was... not like a set in stone thing. The house has to vote. Well, it's it's him for now. That's not. He then the, like and then and then in the interim. old and then the old speaker of the house isn't gonna uh, run again.
1: Makes sense. Well, that makes sense.
0: I feel like okay. So getting back to the strike, at least first, bro. I feel like. It's been very disappointing that the writer's strike had to happen during Ahsoka because now we can't get any actress feedback on the show at all just because they're not allowed to speak about it or promote it. So it's like, oh my gosh, it would be really cool to see what Rosario Dawson thinks about this now or all these actors in the show and how they enjoyed being in Ahsoka. And it's like, nope, can't talk about that. I mean, they can
1: talk about it as soon as, it's, uh, as, soon as the strike As soon as ends. it's
0: over, but for right now, it's
1: completely hurt. Is a whole, I mean granted they still have a ton of pre recorded stuff from before the show started of them giving their two cents on the series, so yep. they're just releasing those. That's uh
2: that's the other thing is uh I see like some some Star Wars podcasts are like like they didn't talk about Ahsoka at all for the last eight weeks. They would just refused because that was their way of supporting the strike. And I'm sitting Interesting. Here, I'm sitting here like that just does, that doesn't in my opinion that doesn't do anything. That, no. like, we're just Star Wars fans. So we're just going to talk about mm-hmm. stuff. The exactly. Stuff that came about. I'm not. I'm not praising <laughs> the People practices. Are here of here to be entertained. I'm
1: not praising the practices of the big corporation. No. I'm just. I'm talking about the the, the story. Yeah. The thing not, we like. I'm not advertising it.
2: The story so. that apparently was mid, uh, according to not not just some but. Uh, uh, not well, just well, let's look at what I looked at. I I looked on Twitter according and I looked, to my research, and I looked at some other discords that I will not disclose, who have historically been extremely negative, Silly. about everything. And and the diff, the thing is though that like, the with this show, the negative stuff is so nitpicky, which I think is mm-hmm. speaks to how good the show is when you I have would to look that. at tiny little details just to find something to be upset about. Mm-hmm. It's like, and, and a lot of the commonality and the arguments that I was seeing was like, it wasn't what I thought was going to happen. Therefore it was bad. That's when a I think lot that of that should goes. be, that should be rephrased to, I didn't like it because I thought it should have been done this way. But then that raises the question of, well, what would you do differently? Mm-hmm. What would, what would you do if you were writing it? I kind of
0: feel, like, a lot of the negativity, at least for Ahsoka, from what I've seen, at least, I feel that a lot of people watched it, and now they think we're about to hit the Dark Times again, and this is it for Star Wars. But but my response to that, honestly, is just, like, this isn't the end. Like, they have to keep making the story, so all these things that you're saying kind of conflict with each other, or why did this ending have to be like this, or why did these characters get sidelined, per se, is it's not over yet. Like it's supposed to work as one flowing thing. We just stopped because they didn't make more of the story.
2: Well, it's like, it's uh, there's an argument that I see a lot, not just about Ahsoka, but like all the recent star Wars projects, specifically the series that they're like this as a standalone thing. Doesn't like, you know, doesn't do well because it, you have to watch other stuff to have it explained. And I think, then I think about how much everybody praises empire Mm-hmm. Empire certainly does not conclude any sort of storyline at the yeah. at the finish mm-hmm. of the movie. In fact, the good guys lose. Some of the good guys are like Han Solo is just gone, mm-hmm. and we don't know if he's dead or alive at that point. Yeah, and and everybody praises that movie with such high regard. Mm-hmm. So I think that people and there's need also to, a lot of context that you
1: need to watch the first movie to watch yep. the second movie. Yeah, yeah. Yep, so I not, agree. It's so there's a bunch of people being like, uh, I don't understand this idea that things have to be standalone. If you if you're watching Star Wars and you've come in with The Mandalorian, sucks to be you, you're behind. There's there's decades yeah. worth of storytelling that is culminating into this series and this series mm-hmm. was made for people that have been into it for a long time. Yeah. So it doesn't I don't understand this idea that everything has to start um at, at start fresh start fresh with yeah. breastfeeding spoon spoon
0: all the way fed all the organs. way
1: up to like eating crap well, that I can it like that
0: <laughs> well i don't they, he's right though you, no, these aren't wrong. babies that
1: need to be sucking from the teeth it's like you can you can chew your no. food come that's on a, do your that's homework
0: exactly how i felt the entire time about the rebels treatment is that they didn't spoon they didn't breastfeed you who ezra and hera and sabine are and they just even. put them in but I feel like I actually ended up watching like a short that was on Disney Plus today called Master Apprentice. You ever yeah, watched the I feel like, shorts? No, it was, it's a short about Ahsoka. Is it was on TikTok? Oh. No. No, it was, it was, it on, was on YouTube. It's, it's on Disney Plus. Oh, it's a okay. promotion for Ahsoka talking about <laughs> Dave Filoni and whatnot. It was on MySpace? Bro, shut up. <laughs> and I feel like Kathleen Kennedy says it best when ahsoka was definitely made also for people who have never seen star wars or never understood ahsoka as a character to be put into a star wars series and digest it and understand it for the surface level of what it is i feel like there aren't that many deep rooted things in this show that you have to completely understand if you watched ahsoka the first time through without seeing star wars I feel like you could still enjoy the story and relate to it too. And then as you watch more Star Wars things, you'll understand, okay, this and that happened because of this. And these are what these small details mean, but it isn't a make or break for the series. You don't need to watch the Clone Wars or Rebels to understand Ahsoka. My one buddy who is stupid and ignorant and refuses (laughs) to watch Rebels because Ah. of the art style. Shout out to you, Rainbow. You're not watching this. You're an (laughs) idiot. Watched Ahsoka and understood it. Yeah. But he's never watched *Troubles*, And my colonel got him to watch World Between Worlds so he could slightly understand the Mortis mm-hmm. aspects of it. Mm-hmm. But that is it.
2: He's not seen it and he loved it. That's Well, that's another thing. Is, uh, our friends, uh, we had Palpa Memes and Star Wars yep. Only on the show before. They do a podcast with a couple other guys. It's called Chatooine. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have never seen a Star Wars podcast where people scream over each other so much. It's honestly very entertaining to watch them just shout. It's like... A bunch of angry nerds in a room just shouting at each other. Shout out to those guys. Um, But they brought up, and I want to get your guys' take um, for Dave Filoni's movie. I forget which two were, it was like two on two arguing with each other. But like, Mm -hmm. two of them were saying that, you know, we have to, that the movie is not going to do as well in the box office because a general audience needs to do all this homework before they watch it, and then a couple of the other guys on their show were talking about, well, hey, wait a minute. The general audience you're talking about are the people who are like, what movie should we watch this Friday? Oh, let's go see the new Star Wars movie. They get to eat popcorn and watch the big explosions, and then they go home. Yep, that That's general audience. So I, I agreed with that side of I do it. I um, And on top of that, too, we just talked about it, the whole spoon-feeding thing. I don't think you need to breastfeed people Star Wars. Every time a new project comes out, it's yeah. like
1: with it's like with the new Spider Man. It's like we get it. Uncle Ben dies. He gets bitten by a spider. Yeah. We didn't need to see that origin for a third time. And right. Some people didn't like that for some reason. Yeah. But the, I think the general consensus is is that general population that's going to see this movie knows that story. It's assumed. Let's get let's get on with exactly. it.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Even my fiance, who's only ever seen just the Star Wars movies in a few seasons of the Clone Wars. Damn, my voice cracks so Go bad right there, is watching a with me, and like every now and then she'll be like, "Well, why is that?" And I just briefly explain it, and then that's it, and she understands the story. So it's again, you don't need this profound knowledge of all this stuff
2: to understand it. Just be smarter. Yeah. If you don't Get understand your money, something, your funny
0: if you don't
1: understand something, just look it up. Just
2: now, it. I for one loved the entire series, and I mm-hmm. I loved. The finale episode. Mm-hmm. Yep. You want to hear my hot take? Let's hear your hot take. Okay, okay. I
1: love this, ep- I love this entire <laughs> series. Andor is better. Andor is better? Andor is better. Wow. I think... I, I love this series. I adore this series. Andor is better. Damn, I'm
2: going to disagree, That's a dude. tough one. That's a tough one for me. I feel like they're at the same level. I think... Well, because this was great because this we
1: love ahsoka we love anakin we love the clone wars we love rebels we love Thrawn, but Andor without needing any member berries without needing any sort of backstory all you knew is cassian and yeah. it blew you away utterly blew us away with its story mm-hmm. so it's like i think if ahsoka didn't have the crutch of being related to Clone Wars and having Anakin come back and having Thrawn returning and having it connected to Rebels, I think we would have been like, this was an okay show, but because it had all the nostalgic beats that we loved as kids, it was phenomenal. But I still, I think, I think Andor is like the best Star Wars that we've gotten in a long time. Andor is phenomenal.
2: Well, I think that leads me to, um, were you going to say something? I mean, I was just going to say I disagree on that,
0: only just because I try to look at this for my enjoyment level, if you will. Yeah. And I feel like, ahsoka was the show that brought us back all together to watch it consistently every week we were traveling to watch it with friends going out to dinners doing fun stuff and i don't know i feel like that's what made me enjoy it so much more as well that i would honestly rate it in my opinion as the best disney plus show right now over the mandalorian just because i liked it that much
2: And that might now me saying that might be recency bias if it's sure. if it's i have a box right now Andor would be the only one that i would say is better just ever so slightly but i do think right now that ahsoka is the best series that that star wars has put out at, out of all of them mm-hmm. better than even like mando season one and i are got you saying it. better than the clone wars no okay, let's i said not disney plus okay. disney plus series <laughs> i don't count clone wars season seven because it's just a continuation of an already existing show right? okay you know but not don't get don't
1: get me twisted. I absolutely love this show. Um, I still think the best the best episode was with the Clone Wars flashbacks. Right. It, it was hands down. I like fantastic. this
0: that in the final episode the most. Mm-hmm. Now,
2: yeah, the yeah in the final episode, this last episode, and that's a that was the other thing I saw a lot of people criticizing was like blah 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 main story main story main story. To me, it's like this is Star Wars has never been about events that occur it's just like any other book that you would read or like any sort of like epic that you watch or read it, it's a saga about characters and yes there are big events that happen around the characters but at the end of the day this show specifically but all of star wars is about characters revenge of the sith yes there are things that happen but revenge of the sith is the story of the downfall of anakin skywalker mm-hmm. if you look at a new hope Yes, there are things that happen, they blow up the Death Star, blah, 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 all this, there's a civil war. But it's it's about Luke, Leia, and Han. Mm-hmm. That's that movie. They're, all of Star Wars is about characters, and there are events that take place. That, yes, there is a timeline, and there's a sequence of events. But I think that it would be a lot more boring if we only focused on the events happening, and not the characters. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And how they grow and change. Awesome. But, yeah. yeah I agree, agree. Let's talk about let's talk about this episode, guys. One of
0: my favorite parts, and one of Jacob's favorite parts, the Death Troopers. Nah, dude. Um, the Night Troopers. They're still yes. Night Troopers. The dudes. Night Troopers. But bro, whose idea was it to give the invincible undead Death Troopers, Death Troopers because they're in the Death Trooper armor, yeah, yeah. That Scar armor though? When she hit him in the thing, her blaster bolt just deflected. We were like what the
2: helmet wasn't which was weird it was the neck it was uh Mm -hmm. uh, well the helmet was breaking Mm -hmm. and then there was like you could see a zombie mouth Mm -hmm. it was weird but yeah i heard the the ping Mm -hmm. yeah also did you notice that the first hit ahsoka runs him through all the way and he doesn't die yeah so uh, at that point i was like what the show did a really good job with like they, when they would shoot the blasters, they would hit him in the face, and they'd like show it, and then mm-hmm. the slashes and stuff, and the beheading, that was wild. the beheading,
0: that was crazy. Dude. The technical off-camera beheading, but still, oh, no, you still saw a head. Roll. You saw the head. You see heads
2: roll. Yeah, that was wild. Dude, the night sister stuff in this in this episode was, I I wasn't expecting. it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think it confirms our theory that the night sisters are bringing an undead army. Yeah. to the mm-hmm. Star Wars galaxy. That'd be pretty. Dathomir, Those are all caskets.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I First time seeing Dathomir live action. Woo! Dude, I won't I won't even cap with you. That was creepy when they did the, the ritual with Morgan and mm-hmm. they like did the thing mm-hmm. on her eyeballs. Mm-hmm. That was weird. <laughs> I liked it. I mm-hmm. liked it a lot and they made her a lot cooler. I like
1: creepy stuff, so this was a it's like, a good Halloween like, like Halloween episode. Halloween episode just dropped. No, the, the night troopers, like, sacrificing themselves, but then getting reanimated. Volunteering. And just, mm-hmm. Yeah. And they just keep coming. That was
0: nutty. That
2: was crazy. And some of them shoot, and some of them are, like, just running at them. Yeah. And that was dope.
0: You could yeah. see the glowing behind the helmets yeah. where their eyes were, and it was like, whoa. I gotta didn't watch it for a second time. I didn't notice that. Oh, you yeah, did? Yeah, the, oh, the eyes, eyes
2: glow, like, night sister green. Mm. yeah and in
1: the, the uh death troopers book their eyes glow yellow oh, That yellow screen that's, sick. Green. that's sick. I'm, I'm re-listening to death troopers again for halloween and um i just this is so funny i just got to the part of the book where the plague takes over the purge and everybody starts dying and getting sick and i was just kind of it's all gross grotesque and i get home and then i walk in and then my dad and my mom are sitting in the front room and i'm like hey how's everybody doing and my mom's like Not feeling too good. I got hives and my nose was bleeding earlier, and I was like, "Oh, so it got you." I was like, "Oh,
2: nice." Kind of gave me the (laughs) heebie-jeebies. Did you also catch that the blade they gave her is called the blade of Talzin? Mm, Mother Talzin, and that's
0: used in the Clone Wars, which I didn't realize. Actually, I saw somebody posted a TikTok. She used it
2: in season six against Mace Windu, right? I don't know. I thought that was the thing. Mace Windu. Yeah, Mace Windu and Jar Jar. And Jar Jar's girlfriend in season six of the Clone Wars. It's like a two episode. I don't, I don't remember season six. There's, there's an long. arc where Mace Windu and Jar Jar team up in season six. And they go and Jar Jar has this like this like girlfriend. I know he's the
0: girlfriend.
2: And they like get it on. It's like implied. I know she's like. Mace, know. And Mace Windu ends up fighting Mother Talzin and kills her. And she uses that blade. I thought Grievous killed her. Uh, no, she remember she goes away with a and then she like disappears. Okay, yeah, that's that's what it was. Mm. Yeah, The Blade of Towson super dope. That was mm. awesome, and especially because the actress and now Morgan's dead. Yeah, Wee- imagine, I do really like her that much. Imagine
1: going to work every day and then just at the end of the season, you read the page that says, and then you're laid
0: off. <laughs> <Dude>.
2: <laughs> yeah, and then she, uh yeah, she gets capped, but it was dope. Mm-hmm. You see Ahsoka, like, she ends yeah. up hitting her with both the sword mm-hmm. and the saber. And Ahsoka's saber gets slashed. At the I and was breaks. worried. Mm-hmm. And we were like,
0: what?
1: I was worried. Is she going to be running the sword-saber combo now? I don't
2: think so, just because I don't think Ahsoka would carry around a witch blade. Yeah, I don't you know? even think she took it. Unless she is, and then it's because Dave Filoni wants her to be like a samurai. <laughs> mm-hmm. like, I, you know, that's the whole reason for the high. one
0: saber now, too yeah that fight scene was intense again in, in another part of that documentary i was just talking about dave talks about like really taking their time with the chore uh, choreography for the fight scenes the what shut up jacob choreography in- choreography the, the, cor- the-, the choreography shut up dude <laughs> the, choreo. For the fight scenes just because he was like yeah the fans can tell when it's not good so mm. I felt like that was a subtle jab at something that they've done before. It was a,
2: it was a jab at the earlier Disney Star Wars stuff. No, you know. I mean, yeah, because it's just flashy
0: and not like mm. realistic where now, this is. This
1: was hyper impressive, like the beginning of the Morgan Ahsoka fight, just because it's, it's one camera locked off and it doesn't move. And that's when, if the choreo is bad, if the rehearsal is bad... Having a steady camera will just bleed that all out because then you can just sit there and watch steadily every imperfection that they do. So it was very obvious that they um, most of the time in learning the fight scenes for this series went into the very end. There's there's yeah. a couple points right like, at the beginning where it's just like oh, uh, they hit sabers it's this it's that but this one was done like super super. It also wide. helps mm-hmm. that Morgan's
2: actress is trained in martial arts, mm-hmm. oh, so she that. already knew how to fight with a blade. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she, that was just a cakewalk mm-hmm. for her, which makes it again a lot more believable. You know, mm-hmm. she's a real life Power Ranger. <laughs> uh, one of my
0: favorite little Easter eggs from the beginning of the episode actually was with when. Sabine is talking to Ahsoka and asking if she's like practiced her training. And all she's like, I-, I try, and Ahsoka's like, and she's like, I, I do. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. it's the implication of the mm-hmm. do or do not. There is no try. That's what I was like, okay, that was really rad. Mm-hmm. I like that. And
1: we got to talk about Ezra rebuilding a new lightsaber, yes. and Yang is like, oh, I know what you're looking for, and he pulls out Kanan's emitter. <sighs> One of two, two of two.
0: I Dude. thought that
2: was really sweet that it's Kanan's. Mm-hmm. I don't know why it, this whole show I've like teared up, but I haven't like, like shed tears or anything. Mm-hmm. And I don't even know why, like, I, I don't know why this hit me, but I saw that happen. And who Yang explains that it's the, it's the same identical one that Kanan had. Mm-hmm. And I just like had two tears go down my face. And I was like, why am I crying? Like what? That's I think it's because their relationship is so touching. And Ezra's, been detached from the galaxy for so long mm-hmm. you know he hasn't had a chance to be around his people and like mourn the loss of canaan yeah. and for him to just have that moment i think mm-hmm. that was just like to have a piece of canaan with him mm-hmm. you know
1: i think especially for us that entire thing hits a lot deeper because every single master and apprentice relationship that we see really expanded on is either this great grandfather figure to this learner or a brotherly a relationship Ezra and Kanan are the only father son type right. relationship, mm-hmm. right? So that's the that's I feel like that's one reason I why b- hits besides home. Luke and Vader,
0: but yeah, they don't never ever have to... that relationship yeah. though. It's just kind of like I am your father. No! Yeah. This was the only actual part of Ahsoka that I was going to nitpick just because there's this we talked about it yesterday after the episode. There's this whole idea that you get your Kyber crystal because it calls to you, you're oh, from Iata, mm-hmm. but then Oh, there's kyber crystals laying around in the back. But then Jacob and Kylo were both explaining that there are several instances oh, where characters so many... just get new lightsabers. Like, how did Anakin find two new kyber crystals for Ahsoka's lightsabers in season seven? So there's and that. How did Ezra and... get his second crystal for his new lightsaber?
1: And then in episode two, his first lightsaber chopped in half. Yep. How did he get the new one for Same three with Obi?
0: And how did Luke get his new one in episode six? And yeah, the debate could honestly go on forever. So, if, although that was an initial like man how, how like how, how do you get, get the another... crystal it, it isn't that big of a deal yeah. it's like whatever i'm not gonna cry and complain and say that it was some huge inaccuracy also Balin has a green crystal in his belt
1: buckle that kylo pointed out yes he um, did. really that. yeah and i think that might be his original kyber crystal from it's the jedi touch. order he would definitely be a green saber
2: mm-hmm. uh speaking of Balin, do you want to talk about the Balin thing at the end of the episode yeah sure. so, so...
1: I had the big brain moment. of Sure. So, uh, so we uh, So we see um, Balin at the very end. He's standing on the um, the on the the statue, and of course, we've all pointed out that he it's a statue of the father. The son is right next to it, and the daughter is missing because we see uh, more head is destroyed. Yeah. Yeah. Morai's flying around out there with Ahsoka, so it's a representation of. Um, uh what they are. But I was pointing out that um it's very touching that the last scene that we see of Balin Skull, uh R. A. P. Ray Stevenson, is he's standing in the uh, in the hand of a statue of what is to be a godlike figure in Star Wars that's called the Father. So he's in the hands of the Father. I it's thought pointing that was... to the distant yeah. light. Uh-huh. I thought that was relatively sad just because he, he's no longer with us. But Jackson had, um, a TikTok theory that he saw. Yeah.
0: So I ended up seeing a TikTok theory that was a little bit interesting how Ray is standing on the father. So then where Ray is standing on the, fa- oh, Ray Stevenson. Yeah. Ray Stevenson. Sorry. Balin. I was like, Balin's called the father. His... And so then we see Mori, which is the representation then of the sister and don't. there was a point out in the clone wars where the father's talking to Anakin saying that he, i am dying you must replace me so now there's this idea of is anakin now the representation of the father because he can go between dark and light it would make sense cuz he touched both sides to their truest extremes what do you think tom i don't know that's a that's a that's a cool one because I theorize and believe myself, because this has not been confirmed yet through Star Wars or anything like that, but I firmly believe there can be no such thing as a Grey Jedi in a physical manifestation, but the Force itself can be both sides. Like the Bendu. The Bendu can represent the good and the dark. Same
2: with the Father. That is what the Bendu is, is a representation of just the Force. The Force is not inherently good or bad. Mm -hmm. It's the people... That are good or bad Mm -hmm. using the force, you know, and And now Anakin has
0: crossed that force barrier. So now he can embody that. Mm -hmm. And we see him as a force ghost in the end.
2: Anakin is the closest thing that we get to, to the embodiment of Mm -hmm. the force other than the Bendu because Mm -hmm. he has been both extremes. Mm -hmm. He's Mm -hmm. been the good. He's been the
1: bad. I don't think we're done seeing Anakin, especially from this series with that little tidbit that we saw at the end. Some people are saying, um, especially my dad, because we see him looking into this mountain at the end and he's like, oh, I definitely think that's like another thing to the world between worlds. I think that's a portal to Mortis. I think that's a portal to Mortis because there's so there's such heavy um, uh, imagery linking to the father, the son, uh, the father, the son and the daughter towards the very end of the episode this, this statue of the father is pointing towards this yellow light coming from a mountain. Mm-hmm. If we're talking around color themes, the color of the world between worlds is yeah, blue, is whites, and blacks. Mortis has always been characterized in yellows and greens and grays. So we get a gray landscape with a yellow-green light coming from the center with the father pointing towards the mountain. I think that might be a waypoint to Mortis in like how Mortis might be another fulcrum point in space and time, like how um, the world between
2: worlds is. But I saw true. an interesting theory that it's abaloth which is the mother. And there's a she's mother. the destroyer of... And this isn't obviously canon, but it's like... Yeah. There's the idea that there's the mother, her name is abaloth and I saw a theory that, that the fob fa- the statue of the father is pointing as a warning that like, that's where it is because Balin says he wants to destroy everything. Like go back to the beginning and the Apple, Ab- mm. what Abeloth does is she destroys the entire universe as she just consumes everything. And, uh, they had like the father, the son and the daughter had to lock her away because she was too powerful. Interesting. And, uh, that's an interesting theory. This I don't, is
1: how Dave Filoni's going to wreck on the sequels.
2: <laughs> I don't think they're going to go there, but... No. that was It was cool. It was cool, uh hmm. cool theory.
0: See, see, yeah, because now if we know Ahsoka is supposed to be the manifestation of the daughter, because the daughter gives her life to live, yeah. and then Anakin could potentially be the father, who do you think the son is? And this is where I say...
1: Something that isn't going to be true, but it exists in fan art, and boy, howdy, would be know cool what you know. if yeah. the son was Star Killer, because boy, howdy, wouldn't it be cool if the both sides of the father were both apprentices by both sides of the force of Anakin, both okay. both wielding similar lightsaber styles? It's like it would be it would be a match made in absolute heaven if that's the, the storyline that they decided to go with unfortunately though I think it is way too late to even introduce Starkiller into this story and have it make any sense whatsoever because if they throw him in it's, it's just gonna I feel like it'll throw a wrench in a lot of things and it yeah. won't make
2: sense do you want to hear my theory what's okay, your what's theory? The theory I think that the Sisters are going to turn on Thrawn <laughs> and we're going to have a three faction war in the Star Wars the main Star Wars galaxy because there's been a couple times in this last episode where Thrawn does something and the Sisters kind of give him a look and he doesn't he doesn't notice it because they're behind him. One is where Morgan dies, and the oh, the yeah. Night Sisters are mourning her mourning her death. And Thrawn says she was a necessary loss for the Empire, or something like that. And the one with like the big mm-hmm. cone head, the cornucopia hat, she like kind of like shoots him a look. And there's another time where they get back to Dathomir and they shoot him a look again. And I'm like, and there was like a, a time earlier in the episode too. Where they kind of look at him, like you can tell they don't agree with what he's doing. I think that they're going to turn their backs on Thrawn, and they were using him to get back to the galaxy, Maybe. and we're going to have the Empire versus the New Republic versus the System. A calculated risk. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's Well, it's, if it's
1: Thrawn, he already has a contingency plan. Definitely. But, like,
0: how are they turning him on? How are they turning him on? How are they turning him on, bro? I mean, like, for real, they're just not that attractive. Turning on him?
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, They're kind
0: of spooky looking. Yeah,
2: that was a theory that I had. But back to the uh, Balin thing. At first, I saw him on a statue, and I was like, oh, is that a statue of a Jedi? And then it zoomed out, and you see his hat. And I'm like, oh, that's
0: that's that's the Mortis guy. That's what we were freaking about with Kylo. We were like, it's him! He's
1: him! Mm -hmm. That was dope. And then um, Shin got kind of pushed to the side with her ending. I feel like it didn't. It's unfor- Like I thought she was going to go back with the Empire and then rule there, but instead she
2: just went to hang out with the Tuscan Raiders of this new place. Uh, to me, I think that that was one, I think that for the story purpose, obviously, which the biggest twist of them all, the Infinity War style ending, where <laughs> none of our main casts that came to go get Ezra yep. end up getting back to the galaxy! Scammer gets scammed. Scammer gets scammed. Uh, they make a trade. <laughs> A soul for a soul, or for five souls for hey, one. Hera, soul. I'm home. The that whole like so, that whole twist. I was, I felt like I knew it was coming, but I didn't want to believe it mm-hmm. that none of them would get back. But obviously, Dave has plans for Ahsoka's character and for Sabine's character here in this galaxy. So you needed another bad guy mm-hmm. in Shin, mm-hmm. but I think that this was Balin's way of teaching Shin a lesson about the Empire, because throughout the whole series, Shin is focused on power, and she keeps asking Balin about the power the Thrawn will bring. And Balin, and we saw in the last episode, is like, okay, go. Go be a part of the Empire. And then she sees that the Empire leaves her behind, and that they don't care about her. So I think that that's her, her lesson, that Balin couldn't just, get, she couldn't get it. So, Balin wanted her to learn it for herself. Mm-hmm. That's, what, that's how I take that.
1: I, um, I like the exposition that we got at the end of the, the series, but me and my friend were talking today. How crazy, how bonkers would it have been if the episode just ends with, Long live the Empire and then shoots out and then that's
0: I where it
2: thought that's where it was gonna end that, mm-hmm. I agree yeah. I
0: thought it was about to be over right then and there I was mm-hmm. begging that the episode would not stop
2: I saw some criticisms about Ahsoka's reaction when she finally gets to talk to Sabine on top of the T6 shuttle um, about like Sabine being like yeah I screwed up and Ahsoka's like it's okay, like, you know, I've, I've been, I've been there before, like, I've had to make difficult decisions, I saw people like, why isn't Ahsoka mad at her, why aren't they trying to fix the problem, and I'm like, they are, they In are, character but, development. Uh, we, the whole thing was Ahsoka being consumed by her past, and, and being harsh on herself and others, because of her guilt, and mm-hmm. her fear, and, she learns to let that go, and in mm-hmm. talking to Sabine, we see that she let she has mm-hmm. let it go. Also, Sabine learned
1: her lesson the hard way. She doesn't need Ahsoka to yell it at her and drive a, a wedge between <laughs> and them. And if
2: we want to be technical about it, Sabine would have died way back on CTOS, Either way, if she would have destroyed the map, yeah. she would have died anyway. Um, you guys just
0: don't get it because when I make a simple mistake like forgetting to do the dishes, my wife will yell at me for five hours every day and remind me of my mistake. This was not re- featured in the episode nor realistic of how I should be yelled at.
2: That's how I took that comment, bro. <laughs> Dude. Yeah, there's... the whole, But the whole thing about... I think people are just missing the. I think how do you miss the character development? That's so, what I don't get. Uh, Sabine can I, use the force now too. That's the thing. Yeah, Woo! yeah. That and again, it's she. It's been building up this whole time, and it's it's in a moment where, dude, that was another thing. Oh my god, I saw so many people like in in a Discord that I will not disclose was um, the Discord that we will never disclose. <laughs> with, there were tons of people going ah. She didn't have any training. How can she just use a force push like that? That's so stupid. That's that's so Mary Sue. And I'm like, are you dumb? Are you actually stupid? The whole point of the show was to show you that everybody can tap into the force. Hera does it. Sabine does it. Everybody can tap into the force. Except yeah. for Thrawn, because Thrawn doesn't... That's the one thing that Thrawn slips up on. That's why he uses magic. Nope. And he uses science. And
1: politics. And he, politics. He's, and bad politics. At, he's bad at politics. He didn't know but nothing about the Speaker of the House. And, and it's, just like, it's <laughs>
2: just like... It just blows me away, because it's like, dude, from a new hope, it has been said that anybody can tap into it the force. It flows
0: in all living beings. Yes. It surrounds us, it penetrates us, and it binds the galaxy together. We, already we all went forgot over, Obi-Wan ever spoke. We,
1: we already went over this in a previous episode, but it's midichlorians. It's like your talent meter. It's not like... Yeah, a, your, your, natural, your yep. natural talent for mm. it. It's just Anakin's yep. super talented. He's just, That's he's he was just a protege. People you
2: know? are like, Oh, well, only certain people can have the force that was established in the OT. And I'm like, no, it wasn't. When, the talent it. level is established in the ot mm-hmm. it, it, that's what again it's like stop getting mm. so mad when yeah. you just don't understand star Wars. guess who didn't show the force
1: their entire life leia guess who has the force leia and she's powerful with the force mm-hmm. did it?
0: because she just did not know how to access it mm-hmm. yeah it, guess
1: who also has the force broom boy
2: broom boy <laughs> episode but 8
0: this is another broom boy treatment
2: I, I really I was really satisfied with, with Sabine like the situation she was in where yeah. she's finally able to use the force mm-hmm. yes,
0: she tried training with it since the beginning of the season and even before that and there's so many instances where she's practicing and she fails and she learns from all the failures and it's in this moment of panic she understands what she needs to tap into to access yep.
2: the force in a time of need she says
1: I'm I'm constipated
2: <laughs> Unless she gets it, yeah. And that's 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 what blows me away, dude. I'm like, how do people miss this? How do you, how do you miss the the whole media purpose? illiteracy? The that same people that
0: are complaining about this, about to sit on their couches later tonight and look at the remote and be like, she can do it, I can do it, and then it isn't <laughs> gonna work, and then you be
2: like. Captain Kennedy ruined Mary Su- Dave Filoni should have never been given an entire series mm. to write. Uh, bro, on, the real, on the real though,
1: when was the last time you guys tried to use the Force on a remote? Let's be a honest. A week ago. Mm, it's
2: been a long time. Maybe about a month. No, maybe, bro, maybe I consistently
0: six. try that. I go, nah, not today.
2: <laughs> I think that I really like, I'm satisfied with where Ahsoka is as a character at the end of the series. I'm really She's satis- happy. Yeah, I'm satisfied with where Sabine is. I'm satisfied with where Anakin is. Yeah, I'm, blood I'm is de-
0: just satisfied fully. So here's the. Okay, so here's another <laughs> thing. the? Hell? He got the full satisfaction. That wasn't funny the second time. Come on, bro.
2: <laughs> right. Action Jackson coming in with another hot, steamy quote for us today. Um, here's another theory. That- <laughs> here's another theory that I had. So. Thrawn and Ezra get taken to the other galaxy and they make out out in the far, far away galaxy together. How coincidental is it that they're the only ones that make it back and they are together. They go back together. Is it because their destinies are intertwined Uh, in the Force? Because it's like poetry, it rhymes. Well, and again, it's also Ahsoka, Ahsoka and Sabine where they need to be and the Force is just keeping them where they need to be because we we've, we've talked about this the force has already decided who will win and who will lose yep it's a pre cuz
0: that's what it's i saw an argument about that online and the one thing that really kind of threw me off was about um how it was correcting the balance in the galaxy too that ahsoka was stuck there with sabine And, well, it makes perfect sense. This new galaxy is in balance. You have two Jedi, two Sith, basically. Yeah, it is. The current galaxy is now out of balance because now you just have Ezra. Who else is out there? And you have all these other
2: Jedi. Yeah, you're right. Ezra and
0: all these other Jedi. So who's the opposite correction of that in this galaxy? Maybe it's the
2: Empire coming in
1: to destroy them. Palpatine. Maybe. Kylo Ren's rise. Oh, and and
2: also I totally Uh, forgot to mention this from last week's episode. How about where Ezra asks Sabine... Oh, and the emperor's dead. That's what they say. She didn't say no. She didn't say see, yes or no. That's what they say. I
0: feel like that's a. I feel like that was a good way to reference what's somehow happening Palpatine now in the returned. sequel. Yeah, because yeah, then it makes more sense because there's no official. Control um, Luke can say that he died, but. Do you really think that the guy that said somehow
2: Palpatine returned deserves a living wage? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Did you also see? Well, that again. That makes me wonder. It. It's so. It's just so interesting. We thought, oh, Palpatine is going to get cloned, and that's just how he gets back. And no, Balan Palpatine resurrected. gets resurrected through Night Sister magic. That's my theory. Because we saw this whole show the Night Sisters can resurrect stormtroopers, death troopers with Night Sister magic. And we see Palpatine is basically all decrepit in episode nine. Do he you just, think that that's just, how he. He's a little youth juice. They They resurrect him from the dead and that's how he ends up but the then way he how, is.
1: but then there's pickled snokes at the end so he's
2: been cloned yeah, yeah that, that's so, so they're doing both it's, but we thought it was just cloning but it's actually going to be a mix of of all the things that palpatine you know was was had a hold of was I, night sister magic cloning all these different things you know perhaps perhaps see the one thing that's really kind of
0: thrown me for a tizzy is Thrawn's continued uh, support of the Empire doesn't support, make any sense. Yep, the support of the Empire part makes absolutely no sense at this point for me, uh, especially when you talk about the Chiss Ascendancy. If we're going I from think the book
1: standards yes. at all, his motivations were only allegiance to the Empire in order to gain... Um, uh, information on them and whether or not they would be a threat to the Chiss Ascendancy, unless Palpatine gave him some like final order. But he no no. Can I, I spoil? Can I spoil *Treason* for and you? We're about care. to spoil it. Pal- Palpatine was going to kill Thrawn at the end of *Treason*. The only reason why he didn't have a chance to is because he lost the Battle of Lothal and got sent off. So it's no. There's no reason why he has any ties to the Empire still. So I'm like, unless he, he primarily wants to take it over for himself to add it to the Chiss Ascendancy, which also doesn't make sense. So I think... You I, don't you don't
2: think like that would be his angle then? No, because his it never was his angle. His well, whole, what if now that Palpatine's gone... He, he can rule maybe, the galaxy. Maybe Thrawn's angle is not to bring back Palpatine. Because maybe his angle is to rule the gal- To not rule the galaxy, but make it so that... There is no winning power. There is no, like, there's no new republic. There's no empire. There's no nothing. It's just everything gets d- obliterated, destroyed, and then he can... That's his way of keeping his people safe.
1: I don't know. I, I, don't I just wish that. that there was more... Con- I wish... Because there, there's definitely references to the books. Like alliances. Like alliances with mm-hmm. Thrawn saying that he knew Anakin, like saying, I knew your master. That's so pretty cool. It's, um...
2: Dude, he, he also... Also roasted the the hell out of Ahsoka because they her like, a rodent. <laughs> yeah, he's like, yeah, just like you, master. You will be a rodent in this galaxy. I'm like, damn, bro. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> welcome um, to the
1: Empire. Mm-hmm. But it's uh, I just wish that there was a little bit more ties to the books. I'm just gonna have to dab my way out of this situation. Boy! Um, but no, I I'm not gonna let th- it ruin it for me. The books are still technically canon. It's just.
0: To what extent? To Until what it's see because the film, the shows will always take precedent over the books.
2: Hey, did you guys catch that Sabine's backstory catch fish, was explained no. a little bit more? Yeah, I liked Which that. Which one? That was really good. Or her Dude, whole family dies in the purge. Yang we really. About that. Yang is just the best at just strategically trauma dumping, <laughs> and info dumping on people. He's like my well, friend the Peter's way, character in our current D. We already campaign. had we
1: already had a little tidbit of it her parents being dead in the purge, though, at the beginning of the series. He explained it more in depth. We,
2: yeah. The the dynamic between Ahsoka and her, though, mm-hmm. was explained more. It was that Ahsoka was worried that Sabine would use the force for the wrong reasons, and that she would t- tap into the dark side mm-hmm. in order to save her people. Which again Comes from Ahsoka's selfish fear and selfish guilt about Anakin. Mm-hmm. She is worried. Well,
1: wait. It's not like that fear is unfounded. Let us not forget
2: all of the atrocities that man committed. <laughs> but he's hot. He is. But hot. he's hot. He's like Ted he's Bundy. Hot. He's literally hot at the end of the movie. It's the he's Ted hot. Bundy moment. I
0: would be that woman in the court being like, "He couldn't
2: have done it. He's too hot." My eyes. He's so awesome. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but and again, we get. That's what I mean. It's like, how can you say that it was filler and it didn't progress the main story? Like, it's not about the main... Whatever the main story is. Whatever your main story is. That doesn't make any sense. This show has nothing to do with any of that. And and in my opinion... The, what is the, like oh dude Brogu this is the new story thriller.
0: because the mandalorian season 3 ties a bow wraps up everything that we saw yeah. happening in the new season it's a trilogy and now this introduces hey this is the new problem that will drastically affect all of these characters that we've showed
2: and it's it's again we already know that din Djarin's going to help out with thrawn coming back and that's going to be his next thing in season four because he tells carson tava at the end of season three oh if you guys ever need my
0: help just let me know shout carson tava he the real and homie. then new
2: republic's going to be absolutely getting booty clapped by the by the by thrawn and the be like i don't know what to do with my
0: hands i don't know how to do my <laughs> job mm-hmm. we gotta hark back to last
1: week's episode real quick though just because um with the little court scene at the very beginning cuz we're speaking on Carson Tava. Yeah. Um and having 3PO show up. I really 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 hope that they they do a Luke Skywalker treatment and they bring back Leia and Han and Luke into the fray. I think it's
2: inevitable. I really oh, hope yeah. they cause, it is inevitable cuz I I
1: mentioned um in my little tidbit go watch it. Uh, um <laughs> um, <dad. laughs> Bro, dad, um, like that, that um, the heir to the empire books have given me like given me this new love for OT characters that mm-hmm. I never had before. Yeah, because like think about it, with the OT, it's just the OT and the characters exist in the movies, and you're like, yeah, I like them, but they don't have like Clone Wars to like beef them up a little bit more and make me like the the characters even more. So, these books kind of acted like Clone Wars for me, where it made me enjoy the characters a whole lot more than I want. Because before, I was just like, oh, Luke. I liked Han when I was a kid, but not yeah. really. Leia's okay, and now I'm like, I love them all. I like Lando a lot more, because yeah. mm-hmm. Lando's actually like a person, rather than just, I'm just kind of here. So
2: <laughs> I'm just good looking. I'm just good looking, baby. <laughs> I'm Billy D. Williams. I sell clones. Rebel Force Radio has this thing called Puppet Lando, and... It's literally, and one of the guys can sound exactly like Billy D. Williams, and they'll have little like segments on their show where it's Puppet Lando talking about like something about Star Wars lore, and it's it's why hilarious. Lando? Why aren't they using Dinks? You know he's back, huh?
0: Oh yeah, I saw that Dinks is back, dude.
2: We should we should re-release our doesn't episode, he only talk about like.
0: Episode theology in the bible though. yeah he
2: only talks about christianity the theology save, in the bible.
0: save dinks for later bro stop looking no, at no look Tate, it up That's yeah, just it up. what was on my phone from look my, it up uh, he's looking at little taste i think New it's fit. dinks i think lock it's just this called dinks. man up put the cuffs on this man not dinks the puppet he's back this is our long live the empire moment is the resurrection of dinks dude somehow the puppet returns somehow the puppet returns that's to him yeah oh no it's a stitch that's not uh, him man. for those who don't know
2: pictures of him long story short we had this puppet this that used to do star wars lore tiktoks on have a chat episode jacob and i interviewed him.
0: eternal damnation sinner when the devil this man is not only not qualified to talk about these topics but i bet he
2: don't, no, no no I don't wanna no, no, no I, don't I don't want to hear it I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. Let's just watch it um, later. But and, uh, he's probably got the worst takes but on Yeah, his. basically the dude ended up getting canceled online <laughs> for Yeah, for their, saying homophobic things, really homophobic and racist on the on internet. His and, Facebook. and it's like it's stuff where it's like uh it wasn't cuz I feel like sometimes when people get canceled it's way blown out of proportion. This was like no actually really bad
0: yeah because he's talking as a puppet on tiktok about star wars and on his personal facebook he's like gay people bad kill them and it's like no like you actually cannot say that not only is that not true you cannot just say that at all you can't even say that as a joke jackson well i'm giving context to the things that this man was saying there goes our jobs no what are you the things he said were so bad and vile that we could not support you would just you would just go on facebook guys they're unfairly attacking me please because tommy reached out about it at one point and then he's like guys, don't even talk about me on your show anymore. They're going to come for you, too. Like, they unjustly came for me. It's like, dude, dude you deserved
2: every dude, bit of that. He would be on Facebook, and it would just be like, or Twitter. What if he still watches us? That's There's cool. no way cool. he watches us. He, uh, he literally would just go like, oh, you like boys? Eternal damnation! And I would just be like, whoa!
0: Like, what are we talking about? This shit about? is preposterous. Actually canceled <laughs> dinks from life.
2: His yeah. Facebook
0: was done with his real name, so you could definitely yeah, look them up. yeah. Well, I if, think
2: he deleted all his stuff. No, until if you use the Wayback
0: Machine on the internet, it's a free website. You can go back to I'm any crazy. point in time on the internet and then look at somebody's old social media posts, any information, past uh, websites that have been deleted, yada yada. It's a good intel tool.
2: Anyway, so that's that's the that's the lore on that. But what what even got us talking on this? Because pu- oh, because you talked about Puppet, oh, Puppet Lando, Lando. Lando. I was like you mentioned it. Yeah, but anyways, <clears throat> um. Yeah, so, uh, aside from that, I'm trying to, this episode was great. The series yep. was great. This episode was sponsored episode by, by Trojan. Trojan. Oh, oh, and that no, was... No, it was not. Again, try, to tie it back to the beginning where we started on this was, this, is, this has concluded so much, and it's also set up so much. I feel like this is a, a really good... To me, it reminded me a lot of Empire or Infinity War. Mm. where the good guys lose mm-hmm. did they though our main our main cast yeah, are say. losers at the end um, to lose real bad Ahsoka
1: is not losing because she said uh, quote we're exactly where we need to for be for the
2: main story
1: this is lost. the main story
2: nuh <laughs> um I've never written anything or read a book but it's uh no, not what no. I what?
0: Hey, he did
2: that. Jackson.
0: <laughs> Jackson. Hey, everybody. Let's let's wrap up the episode.
2: Let's, uh, hang on. Let's, let's
1: go for it. another 30 minutes, guys. No!
2: Okay. So. Hang on, hang on, hang on. I gotta... My, my my father was dropping some knowledge. I was talking about... I was talking about me no, story with him. <laughs> Brother. Brother. And then, then I the said... And sound, then I bro. said...
1: That's no moon. That's...
0: i don't even know if that's gonna i won't even know if these sound effects are gonna play that'd be really funny basically okay so shout out to
2: shout out to commander bligh i was texting him yesterday about this topic and he said uh that star wars is not a history book about events that occurred it's a story about characters you you made the whole reason humans tell archetypal stories archetypical stories they are lessons about how we can grow beyond our perceived potential and limitations these stories are meant to encourage us to become better people, not a catalog of past events on a timeline. Yeah. And I was like, that is a very elegant way to put that. If you go back to the beginning of the episode, he said that. I didn't say the last part. Yeah, but... you saw it. So who said it first? Gosh, you idiot. Jackson, he stole his
0: flow. He stole his Jackson, whole flow. Jack, so
2: Jackson's not paying attention to the main story of this podcast episode. You need to, uh, Open your eyes, your ears, and your nose. Please tell me you didn't rip one. So, Jackson, I thought you were what? You're really going to flinch then, at that. So so Jackson, no, damn, nobody bro. flinched, dude. Not not damn. one of us. Jackson, what is your, uh, because Oops. this is a, a famous uh, What's your rating? part of the podcast? What's your rating? I said I gave it a 10. Jackson gives it a 10. Jacob, what do you give the show?
1: I'm going to give it a Dave Portnoy rating. I give it, a, I give it an 8 7. I give 8 a, 7. 8 7. That's respectable. 8 7. It's like a nine. He's
2: got a good crust. Mm-hmm. Dave Putnor no, stole my video. Nine. Good undercarriage. Good, good
1: undercarriage, nice and crispy, nice thin, light pizza. One bite everyone knows the rules. Then he takes multiple bites.
2: <laughs> uh I'm gonna give Ahsoka. Cause it's like I don't I may as well just give it a ten. Just cause I thoroughly enjoy Bandwagon. It. I thoroughly wow. enjoy it. Star Wars shills. We also gave Kenobi a ten. We did and... Oh no, no! We didn't.
0: We gave it a really high rating.
2: We gave. I think we gave it like a seven or an
1: eight. No, we gave it like a ten. No,
0: because by the end, some of y'all didn't like it. You didn't like it. I thought. No, we. That we was all Book of liked... Boba. Yeah. It, it was Book of Boba finale. I
1: just didn't like the finale. I just thought the finale is kind of too much, too many eggs in one basket.
2: But yeah, okay. guys. Well, bye. I, I really hope that you liked this episode and. You, um, enjoy me by myself. (laughs) Shut up. Now you guys ready for more ear rape? (laughs) All
0: right, everybody. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the podcast. You're getting this. in your in your left ear, in your right ear. In your left ear, in your right ear. It's It's (laughs)
1: definitely not how that works. But thank you guys so much for watching
0: this episode. we will see you guys next time. Hey, this is Vanessa Marshall. I play Harrison Dula on Star Wars Rebels, and you're listening to the Thirteen Thirteen podcast. <millos> Dun 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 dun.
2: Hum dum
0: dum 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 dum. Hum dum dum tum. dum 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 dum. Dum 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 hum dum da dum drum drum dum Dum. dum dum. dum da